Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And ooh, baby, Henley's back! Oh, she's back. <laughs> oh my God, she's back! We promised you, you. We hoped and prayed. You hoped and prayed. <laughs> you guys, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. It feels we like it feels so like coming much. home. It, it feels like, coming, like home. coming home, baby. It's just like coming home. It really does. It really does. Right before this. Sammy pulled up a background image of probably the most like horrifying thing you could possibly see and it made me feel so happy uh, like I've, I've never been so happy to see this freakish little ghost demon this monster nasty faced creepy I love it thing. I literally saw it and I was like oh it feels good to see that <laughs> yeah today's I was thinking today's movie is going to be quite the welcome back for Henley. <laughs> going to really make her see what she's been missing. <laughs> um, okay, so I need to tell you guys why I've been out. I need yes. to tell everyone. Obviously, you guys know, but yeah. the listeners don't. Um, so big, big news for me. I'm pregnant again. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Pregnant. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby for real. Oh, baby. Real baby. Oh, real baby. Oh, baby for real. Um, I'm about to be in my second trimester, but my first trimester has been very difficult. I have hyperemesis gravidarum, which such an intense name. It's really a very is. intense name. Um basically well, there's there's been more press about it recently, so now more people know about it. But um, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's a condition during pregnancy that's basic. It's severe nausea and vomiting constantly, literally mm-hmm. constantly. So I have been since February twenty third. I remember the date when it happens. When, when it happens, since February twenty third, I've been literally like bedridden with this and not able to function normally at all. Um, so sick, the sickest I've ever been in my whole goddamn life. And this is a thing that happens to women and it's just not talked about enough. People don't even know it's like even doctors I feel like kind people of dismiss barely it. talk about like regular, regular pregnancies mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, it's just really wild that women have to deal with this and kind of like, brush it under the rug and keep quiet about it and pretend like it's just a normal part of 
not just normal, but like magical, like the, the <laughs> yes. face that yes. is presented to the world of pregnancy is like, it's the most magical no. time and it's wonderful <laughs> and beautiful. And it's like, shut the do. fuck up. <laughs> it is straight up body horror Absolutely. and stop pretending anything otherwise. It's stop so... making women have to like live their lives while they're doing this. That's it's so the hardest part. Deeply fucked up. Uh, and we're not mm-hmm. even going to get into forcing people to stay pregnant because I won't be able to get off of it but like oh, absolutely devastating you devastating. can't function like you haven't Mm-mm. been able to function but the world no. expects you to and that's so horrifying it's so horrifying and I just feel very grateful that I'm living even now like just in the year 2023 because truly it hasn't been until essentially the last couple of years that they even started prescribing women um, medication to help with this. And so now it's approved for women to take certain medications that are for like cancer patients, for people who are on chemotherapy, but they wouldn't let women take it for a long time because there wasn't any research and they were, you know, for everything they're worried about pregnancy. The fetus is the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. You can suffer and be near death for nine months um, so long as you produce a fetus. Exactly. And so it really hasn't been until very, very recently that they've realized that it's fine and safe and it's okay. So I am on medication that helps me a lot. I'm still definitely not 100%. And I just am so grateful to you guys for listening to me while I've been like going through the hardest time in my entire life. I mean, I've never felt so sick in my whole life. It's been shocking and a wake-up call to how grateful I am for being healthy most of the time and for anyone out there who is dealing with chronic illness or any any kind of illness that impacts your day-to-day. I feel for you. It is so hard. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. Um, yeah. So I like really didn't want to cry again. <laughs> and I'm not going to. I already I already <laughs> cried when I first got on the Zoom with you guys and just could, saw your faces and just burst into tears. So <laughs> I was hoping I was all cried out. But um, anyway, this has just been a very eye opening experience mm-hmm. for me personally, and. Oof, uh, a lot. So that's a really fun way to start the podcast. Apologies for immediately diving right Don't into dare it. Don't apologize. I'm just so grateful to be back with Ugh. the two people I love the most besides, you know, Tim and Silas. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Um, we love you so much, Henley. I'm so happy. You. And we've had, I mean, you're back. so many people. Sorry, listeners, to all of you who are like, where's Henley? Is she okay? <laughs> you all were so concerned. It was very sweet and very kind. Um, and it, I, we felt very guilty not to be able to be like, guys, pro- we promise it's, it's okay. We'll keep you in the loop just as much as we possibly can. Um, mm-hmm. And. Mm-hmm. It's just, man, it's no fucking joke producing life. (laughs) Imagine. Fucking imagine. Women are um, the best. Yeah. Women are are great. And I love you guys. I love you. All I want. Love you. Literally the only thing I want is to hear about this movie. And also to hear about the scary things that happened to you this week. So please tell me. That's all I care about. 
I don't got much. Um, certainly not anything on that tier. We are going to New York next week. Um, all of us. I mean, you're already there, Henley, so we're coming to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, a mutual friend getting married in New York City and packing has unraveled my brain. Like, I, I, I think I'm still kind of brain dead from the last quarter of school. I, I, I've like packed and repacked and tried everything on and been like, great, I decided. And then be like, wait, I none of like I like cannot figure out packing for New York. And packing it is, is hell. It is taking hell up on Earth. all the space in my brain. 100 percent of the space in my brain is well, OK, it's all New York. I'd say 50% of it is packing. And the other 50% is being so stressed out about the amount I'm going to consume mm. in New York. Mm-hmm. I just keep being like, okay, but we're going to go out every night. We're going to drink every night, but we're going to have to see people every day. And like, but I'm going to have to drink every night and we're going to be going to, to bars and restaurants and I want to eat and drink everything. But like, how am I going to eat and drink everything? Because then I have to still do stuff. And like, it's a week long. And like, like I like can't like, I'm like the stakes of it all feel massive and it's like when i went to vegas for five days for my 21st birthday we don't want to have a we don't situation like don't want to have a situation like that because that ended (laughs) that ended with sammy flinging herself gleefully out of a plane hoping hoping she would die no it it was just fine it was welcome death was welcome if i died it'd be okay i was i was hollow empty nothing inside this was skydiving by the way not a not just a regular plane not just flinging not just flinging herself out it's just new york is like it's impossible not to just consume everything in sight because it's New York and it's like everywhere we're going to go is going to be awesome. We're seeing mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Every bar is so cool. And I've just like, I've just a been like, well, what do you pack for that? And B, how will I do it? And the thing is like, we'll just fucking go there and chill out and probably, probably you'll be fine. And if you're not like, you can just like take it, like just take a beat. <laughs> well, one thing that is particularly difficult right now is New York weather makes no sense this time of year. It's it can crazy. Be, it can swing wildly. It can be snowing and then 75 degrees a day later. But to be fair, it's kind of like that in L.A. right now. It's fucking snowed here. And it's today it's probably in the 70s again. It's been beautiful. And then it's been raining. And it, so I feel just confused all the time. But the thing <laughs> is, you know, I can do confusing weather with my whole home and closet. Right. Exactly. I can walk back inside and be like, you know what? Actually, I do need a sweater. You know what? Actually, I don't need this sweater. But in the big city and in a carry-on suitcase, what the hell am I supposed to do? So that's what's up with me. Yeah. Well, I'll bring some beta blockers for you. That'd be great. I, I feel like I need them like now. I need them to pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you need to, like, one now. Maybe you need one now. smoke a little weed and pack my suitcase. Ooh. That could be fun. It could be fun. <laughs> um, Sammy. Sammy, what's up with you? Are you in the same predicament? You know, I haven't really even thought about packing yet. I leave a couple days after Emily and somehow it's just been not on my mind. But I, I'll probably have a last minute panic. That's usually what I do is just panic night of and then throw a bunch of shit in a bag and hope that it's what I want when mm. I get there. And I kind of always in the back of my mind, I'm like, worst case scenario, I go and I buy a whole new closet there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, well, if, guys, if in case of emergency, I can go buy clothes. I need I need two full outfits and a haircut. Um, yeah, we are going to do this that. weekend. So you are going to need to go shopping anyway with That's me. That's true. Perfect. Leave a little um, space. But no, my scary thing this week is 
equally, sorry, not to minimize it, equally low stakes. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a competition. (laughs) It's not a competition. Um, But I have been overwhelmed by, by, okay, first of all, Yellow Jackets started on Friday. I was going to ask then, you about oh, Yellow wow. Jackets. Yes. Then it was Lee Pace's birthday on oh Saturday. My God. <laughs> and then we saw John Wick Chapter 4. And today, as we're recording, this is Sunday, and Succession starts tonight. And I've just felt like it's my whole personality happen- happening in one weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've just been really overwhelmed by all the things that I love just compounding into into two days yeah and it's made me just realize what an insane person i am because to the the john wick for screening because as i mentioned that was on lee pace's birthday Mm -hmm. i wore a lee pace shirt and there was a genuine part of my brain that felt guilty that like Keanu was going to be mad that I was like not <laughs> wearing a Keanu or John Wick shirt. And like I'm also Keanu in would the, be there and you would meet him and you'd be like, well, I'm such a huge fan. And he would be just like, like, he just would like know spiritually. somehow. Yeah. That just, like he you would betray him it. in a way. I betrayed him and I'm also in the process of getting my matrix tattoo removed and it like made me feel really sad. Like I was like, I need to, and I like went online and started looking at merch for like the matrix. I was like, I need to make up for this. (laughs) (laughs) I need to support my number one guy because I feel like my, my love is being spread too thin this weekend and Mm. somehow he's coming out on the bottom and I just don't ever want him to feel <laughs> like he can sense, he's like, oh, one of my number like, one something chance. feels off. Something feels wrong. He woke up in the morning. He's like, oh, it doesn't feel good today. Why is that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're all energy. We're all we're stardust. All <laughs> what I'm feeling over here, he's feeling over there, and I just want to only be a source of. Um, joy and yeah. uh, brightness in his life. So anyways, yeah, scary thing is that that's what I spent my weekend <laughs> thinking about. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but on that note, a, t- a touch of haunted housekeeping or maybe just like fancy housekeeping, Ooh. fancy <laughs> housekeeping, rich person's housekeeping is that we are doing a bonus podcast that will be accessible on our Patreon, where we will be talking about succession each week, every Monday, new episodes on Mondays. They won't be recaps. They're just going to be chats. The succession discussion weekly. TSDW. TSDW. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? (laughs) Ever heard of it? I'm so amped. It's the only thing that is getting me through the day is thinking about getting to do this succession pod with you guys. And I I'm cannot believe it premieres be tonight. I know. I'm so excited. Ooh. And yeah, so if you want to hear us talk about succession every week, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. I have We have a lot to say. Yeah. You can go to patreon.com slash TSDW podcast and join the tier called CEO of Waystar Royco. That's <laughs> where you're going to want to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we can't wait. Can't freaking wait. Can't freaking wait. I, but, I also, I also oh. just want to say, just to, you know, to not leave him behind. John Wick Chapter Four was amazing. So, 
See, again, I'm just no, it's, it's like okay. as if he's an afterthought for if me. He's not. He's I'm not. Devastated. You were doing good business, but I just wanted to. I'm spread to, too thin. This is, it's just thin. like all my favorite things happening at once so that I can't fully gush about. Yeah. It really is crazy that it's a crazy weekend to have all of that. It's so much. I'm overwhelmed. Well, here's the thing. We'll go see chapter four again and then and we can give it its own moment, you know, see it in a slow yep. week. Yep, yep. That's a great but idea. If anybody's wondering if they should see it, don't the wonder. The answer is yes. The see it in is- IMAX? Yes, see it in IMAX. It's so good. Absolutely excellent. Mm. Um, another but today, love, Bill Skarsgård. Sorry, just cut this shit out, but sorry, <laughs> there's another person you love in freaking John Wick. He's like ranking even lower. It's just too, it's too hard to throw him in with uh, there's too much, the other too much people to in what's this weekend. A, what's a girl gotta do? Also, he's just regular. He ain't <laughs> Pennywise, so it's harder for you. Yeah, that's different. It's It's different. different. I'm, you know, partial to Pennywise, as you guys know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, let's talk about this week's movie, which you guys are not going to like. (laughs) Oh, no. But we love, we loved Evil Dead, too. For our very nauseous friend this is gonna be tough so Henley you tap out if you've got to I understand because this week's movie is Evil Dead the 2013 Evil Dead you guys have been asking for us to do this like basically the whole three years we've been doing this podcast and I'd been pretty reluctant to do it Mm. why I think because I associate remakes as just being bad Ooh, and gross that makes sense oh sure like the, the texas, texas chainsaw, chainsaw one yum, that yum. you really hate henley yeah the origin of my hatred of horror movies yeah and the hills have eyes which we we did mm. that one but it's just like they're just like nasty in a way that's not fun mm-hmm. right it just feels like grotesque just yeah for the sake of violent. being like whoa yeah. Right. yeah pushing as far as they can but I'm happy to report that I had so much fun in this movie. I fucking loved it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. I loved it so much that afterwards I was literally floating around my apartment. Literally? Giggling, like, literally. Yeah, can you <laughs> what? believe it? What? And I How didn't did leave with, lead with that. <laughs> oh, my God. You have to watch oh Evil Dead and it'll cure all your ills. <laughs> Definitely just, not. Absolutely, Absolutely not. Levitating in <laughs> really? glee. Oh my god. Yeah, you guys what? you guys are not gonna feel this the way that I do. I'm be absolutely glued to the floor. <laughs> way down. You're gonna Although sink. You're gonna sink into the earth below. I would say there are several categories though. There's the movies that you absolutely hate and you know we're gonna hate them too. But then the movies that you love and you think that we're going to hate, that's an interesting subsection. It is interesting. Mm -hmm. And, you know, okay, so I feel like the original Evil Dead trilogy is kind of the origin of our conversation about how some movies we recap are worse to hear about than to see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because remember, obviously, in the Evil Dead, mm-hmm. the original Evil Dead, flu- the so many fluids, lots of fluids. <laughs> oh, and but then we all watched Evil Dead too, available yeah. on our Patreon. If you want to check that out, <laughs> and, it was fun. and you guys had a it good time fun, and yeah. could see that it was silly, more silly and more fun than you were expecting. And I'd say this movie 
combines the two basically 50-50, where this is absolutely going to be worse to see than to hear. Basically, everything I'm describing is what you're picturing. Like, it is as bad as it sounds, uh-huh. but it still keeps some of the silly tone of the original. And there's like a lot of references to the original trilogy. So that's fun. And it just, you know, I just really appreciate a movie fucking going this hard it goes so hard it does there's absolutely no restraint in any of this movie at all <laughs> oh my god oh man it was the pleasure centers of my brain that like <gasps> dopamine wow. was absolutely flowing i was like oh my god yes 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 if you think someone's not getting cut in half hot dog style in this movie think again oh my <laughs> god wow 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 no. and, okay and so part of the reason why we're doing this now too is because we're gonna have to cover the new new yes. Evil Dead, which looks fucking awful to me. Yeah, I was really dreading having to watch that. But now after watching this, <gasps> I'm excited for wow. it. Except for the cheese grater part. So no. you know, cheese grater no. goes too far. Yeah, there's a cheese grater in the Red no. Band trailer of Evil Dead Rise. And no. yeah, cheese grater crosses a line for me. And I don't know why. That's interesting. Because like... Blenders, ah, blenders, blender you love blender, blender is one I of your favorite. <laughs> See, blender, I don't. I, ugh, I mean, what? Don't make, don't make me choose. <laughs> Good. Um, but okay, let me tell you a little bit about Evil Dead. It was directed by Fetty Alvarez, who also did Don't Breathe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And written by Fede Alvarez and Rodo Saviguez, based on, obviously, Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead. Uh, but I kind of like how, even within the Evil Dead original trilogy, they're not, like, super concerned about being... Are they sequels? Are they remakes? Yeah, they just it's sort of, just, like, making the movie. We're in a world <laughs> with the Necronomicon, and that's kind of what links these films uh-huh. together. Uh, it is starring Jane Levy, Shiloh Fernandez, Lou Taylor Pucci, Jessica Lucas, and Elizabeth Blackmore, and uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell were producers on it. Great. It's available to rent for three ninety nine, And yeah, I'm just really delighted that I've finally seen it. I really enjoyed it. I'm very happy for you, and I'm not yeah, happy for me us. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm going to try to put myself in the mental state of levitating with happiness. Um, <laughs> yeah, imagine just, that. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like similarly to how I felt at the end of John Wick, of just having oh like three hours of violence. Like just, I think it's the same part of my brain that's just like... That makes sense. I love this feeling. I was thinking about that during John Wick that like... There was a time in my life where that would that was not what I wanted to see, and yeah, now I, so I can see how you could get there because like at the at, in the crazy violent sequences, I'm just like oh, like I'm having so much fucking fun. Yeah, because it's also I feel like the yeah. creativity of the gore in this is a, a lot of what is cool about the Evil Dead franchise, and so much of the '80s versions was like Sam Raimi being super inventive and. Um, doing things all practically, which always is awesome and looks better. And so, yeah, it's just there. It's just thrilling, thrilling to see Mm. violence come to life like this. Wow. (laughs) 
It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. What a scary thing to say, but it's true for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 57 on Metacritic, and a 6.5 on IMDb. Hmm. Budget was $17 million. It made $97.5 million. Some trivia for us. It was originally NC-17, which is not surprising, and I'm actually surprised that they got it down to R, and I wonder what was cut <laughs> is the new one going to be nc-17 no they they don't know really no, do i think that anymore because yeah i don't i don't think nc-17 like nobody would they would lose so much money theaters, nobody would yeah, do that yeah there's like how can you have a fucking cheese grater and still have in vr mm, yeah i guess we'll find out <laughs> This was Fetty Alvarez's directorial debut, which blew my mind. It's so he had directed a bunch of shorts before this, but um, this is directed very well. As I mentioned, Sam Raimi it had some has some trademark directorial stamps of that kind of POV, the fast like demon through the woods POV shot, and those mm-hmm. kind of canted angles and. Um, so I guess Fetty Alvarez had a, had a good guidebook of some directorial choices to make, but I think he did a great job. 
uh, Park Chan-wook turned down directing it, which I just thought was interesting. What did he direct? Thirst and The Handmaiden. Mm. Oh, so good. Oh, I love The Handmaiden so you much. You do. I remember talking, but we haven't done either of those. Maybe we should. Did we do them? We didn't. We didn't. Well, Thirst is on our list. The Handmaiden, I wouldn't call horror. Horror? Okay. But Thirst has been on our list. So maybe we'll do that one day. Hmm. Um, and this movie holds the record for the most fake blood ever used. I know oh. we've had this conversation before. We've probably even said this fact before yeah. because, um, Previous in, films. in, in it chapter two, that was, they used 5,000 gallons of fake blood for that one scene. Um, and in The Shining, they used 3,000 gallons of fake blood in the elevator scene. Guess how many gallons of fake blood this movie used? Oh, it's going to be like 150 <laughs> or something insane. <laughs> no, 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 I know. Not I that know. high. No, 10,000 yeah. gallons. 15,000? 70,000. Yeah, so pretty, pretty substantial increase in fake blood. One scene in this movie uses 50,000 gallons of what? fake blood. There's a, it's basically Are like the whole it? final it's act. A, it's raining blood. And cool. It's fucking awesome. Reminds me, I wonder how much blood was used in the uh, Blood Rave and Blade. Because, <laughs> you know. I bet that information is out there. That I've is never there. seen Blade. Oh my God, Blade is so fucking fun. Blade's I great. need to see it. You've mentioned that before. Yeah, and it's, it's I need to add it to my list. There's a Blood Rave. to watch. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm trying to feel like I'm strong enough to get through this, which I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> Believe me. Also, if you got to tap out, you got to tap no, out. No, no. You got to listen to your body. You got to do what's right for you. No, I can't. I can't tap <laughs> out because I need to know what happens. I'm just so... Sammy, I'm on a constant journey of trying to understand your psychology and what happens <laughs> in your brain. Me too, That's, Henley. Me too. I am a student of whatever the fuck is going on in there, and <laughs> I need to know everything about this movie so I can try to understand how it can make you as happy as it does. <laughs> I would love it if we got some answers in that yeah. regard as well, because I can't confidently say that it makes a lot of sense to me either <laughs> but it makes me honestly like so happy to see you happy and gleeful so. <laughs> yeah i just yeah. feel it in my body it's just tr i just it's just true in my bones i know it is i know it is it's the truest thing we know it's true um i'm scared i'm like genuinely definitely scared to watch this trailer now <laughs> i know okay and we're doing a compromise because there is a green band trailer and there's a red band trailer Thank you. And I don't think you guys would ha <laughs> handle the Red Band trailer, but there is also a Red Band teaser. So <laughs> okay, we're gonna fuck, watch I that. We were, uh, fuck, I know. I, I was we like, you said you said compromise. So I was like, there's something. There's another option on the table. You guys are yes. Also, not going to like this, but just know that it could be worse. <laughs> that there okay. is one trailer that is more upsetting than the one that we're about Great. to watch. But Appreciate this one's that. also pretty upsetting. So let's take a look. <laughs> Mom would have hated seeing the cabin like this. Oh, is that blood? 
is this? Shouldn't have touched anything from that basement. Kunda. Strata. Montose. Kanda. You are all going to die tonight. I read a passage from that book. I released some evil. Nothing's really happening. And I was like, ah! <laughs> everything was just, awful. Oh, this movie goes so hard. It goes so hard. <laughs> oh my god! I, from its opening shot, from the well, no, the trees were not bad. The trees were nice. But <laughs> yeah, then I, I was waiting for it to get second, bad. No, 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 no. I knew. I knew. The it's second, like the color scheme. I, it's the, the like coloring. Sorry, the but it's like everything's fucking. the color of vomit. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. And I cannot fucking believe this is the movie that we're doing. I know. Uh, you it's kidding me. Are you kidding me? I told you. I told you. You were. It's not going to be good. You know what though? The world never gives me more than I can handle. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, so I feel like everything wow, is what fine. What faith? What faith in the universe? <laughs> um, but that was. One of the most disgusting trailers I've ever seen yeah, in awful. my and doing I need you guys podcast. to believe me that there is a worse version of it. Like I believe you. No, I do believe you. Because Emily, you didn't even watch the last no. shot. No, I, which I, I believe was a knife slowly going through a tongue. Was that what was happening? It's a razor. It's a razor blade. Mm-hmm. Box cutter. Mm-hmm. Also, I was disturbed to know that. The main character and I have the exact same glasses, and I was just empathizing with him that a little dude. bit too much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love those glasses. I, yeah, they're great, great glasses. You can and think I, about. Should I do the terrifier thing where I just remind you about he's the glasses? glasses? He's wearing his glasses. No, or will that, that relate you to help. him a little too much? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I see. Doesn't help. Doesn't help. Made it worse. I was like. <laughs> Definitely made it worse. Um, okay. But also, Sammy, I can see what you mean because, wow, the adrenaline rush I got from just watching that trailer. Uh, me too. It was... And it, on your computer died or, or internet went out at the right time. I said to Emily, like, I need time for my heart rate to slow down because I was mm-hmm. like, I felt again like I could, was levitating around the room while we were took that little pause. <laughs> it was horrifying. This is going to be horrifying. This is going to be tough. Up. Ay, ay. All right. We're in for a ride. Here we go. Okay. So we open with a woman running through the woods, creepy, vomit colored woods. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's looking panicked, very scared. We see a couple people in pursuit of her. They're kind of, we can't totally make out who they are, but she's running for her life. And eventually one of the people catches up to her, knocks her out. She wakes up in a basement, tied up. She's crying and crying. And we see a woman thumbing through the Necronomicon and doing some uh, some sort of the, the ritual that the book is telling her to do. And they take a bag off this girl's head who's tied up and she's crying and she sees the person that took the bag off her head is her dad. And she says, daddy, <gasps> like, I love you, daddy. What's 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 uh-huh. happening? Like untie me. And she says, where's mommy? He's crying. And he says, mommy's dead. You killed her. And we realize that this girl has been possessed by a demon and she starts laughing about how she (gasps) killed her mom. And he says, I'm so sorry. Uh, And the woman with the Necronomicon is basically explaining that the only way like your daughter is gone and the only hope you have left to save her soul is to burn her alive. And so they pour gasoline at her feet and light her on fire and she's screaming but kind of that demonic sounding scream we see a demon face in the flames and the dad takes his double barrel shotgun and he's crying and he says i love you baby and he shoots her in the head Titles: Evil Dead. <laughs> Sammy's thrilled. I really was already immediately in. Loved that cold open. Ay-ay. So now we go back to our cabin in the woods, uh, and we have five friends meeting at the cabin. Uh, we see David. And Mia are two of the characters. They are brother and sister. And we get the sense that they are reconnecting after not having seen each other in a while. And it's a little awkward between them. She's like, oh, I can't believe you actually came. Uh, The other three people there are Olivia, who is Mia's friend, and Eric, also Mia's friend, and Natalie, who is David's girlfriend. So David and Natalie are a little bit more feel like less part of the group. And Mia, Olivia and Eric are like clearly very close friends. And maybe David used to be close with them, but isn't so much anymore. We find out that Mia is here to detox. She takes a bag of heroin and dumps it in the well out front and says, like, I swear I'm done with this shit. Great place to put your heroin <laughs> no, right into the drinking Just water dump it right in the water source <laughs> i don't also know weird, that this like, is an active have, well it's pretty nasty regardless okay done this but i mean before. like that's gonna like drain to other places right i don't know how that works but yeah. also, it feels enough. like a mistake all of us are have a little bit of heroin in our drinking yeah, water probably. a little bit of heroin <laughs> Heroin and isn't it antidepressants that are in like the water? Mm, yeah, and you know Works microplastics and microplastics. That's right. There's a lot in our water. That's why we all got to get our Berkies. <laughs> mm, right, Berkies. Mm. Uh, and they also have a dog. You hate to see it. Oh God. Dog's name is mm. Grandpa. Love that. Great. That's name. cute. I love that name. That's funny. 
And David has brought a necklace for Mia that he, I don't know, some necklace that he got for her, like a necklace callback. If you recall in the original oh, right. Evil Dead, there's a lot, there's a, so a lot of reference to this necklace, Linda's necklace. Um, and we find out through their talk that David and Mia's mom is dead. And probably that David was not around while she was dying. And that's maybe the source uh-huh. of some of the okay. tension here. Uh, so they go inside uh, Mia's uh, doing okay so far, but we anticipate she will start detoxing soon. We find out Olivia is a nurse. And so she has all of the medical uh, uh. equipment needed to take <laughs> care of her while she's detoxing. And she tells David, you need to know that we have done this before. You've been gone for so long and it's like great that you're back or whatever, but you've missed a lot. She's really not doing well. We've tried this detoxing before. Didn't work last time. She ran away. She OD'd and almost died. And or no, David says that she almost died. And Eric tells him she did die. She legally died. Her her heart stopped. They had to resuscitate her. Like, this is fucking serious. And so this time, we're not letting her leave. Like, no matter what happens, she's going to try really hard to get out of here. Don't listen to her. She's going to be manipulative. She's going to try whatever she can to get out oh, of here. No. no. Really excellent premise. Yeah, that's really movie. smart. That's really, really smart. And so that night, sure enough, she starts detoxing she's screaming she's saying like this it's it smells so bad in here like how can you guys stand the not stand the smell they're saying you're being you're like extra sensitive to things right now because your body is going through uh, a lot and but then wait this is reminding me sorry really fast to interrupt you um the only thing that's getting me through anything right now is also god damn it where is it i literally need oh my god your tomato candle no well (laughs) that that is right that my tomato candle is right next to me amazing at all times no vicks vapo rub i smell all i do is smell vicks vapo rub and put it all over my nose and that's the only thing that i can smell and i'm gonna get it right now i'm really sorry i have to go get it it. yeah go grab it go get it do what you gotta do okay i'm back and i have my vicks vapo rub and now i feel like i'm strong enough to get through the rest of this (laughs) perfect she's prepared here we go here we go uh so they all think that she's being not dramatic, but like that this is just a symptom of of detoxing. But then we see grandpa sniffing around and he pulls a rug off uh, the like pulls back a rug to reveal a trap door to the basement below. And the trap door is smeared with a blood stain. So this does not look good. And they open it up, go downside. Uh, there's as they're walking down the steps into the basement, there's one kind of rotted, soggy step that has a little Ew. bounce to it. We know that's going to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and they go down. There are dead cats hanging up no. everywhere. Oh, no. What the fuck? It's real bad down here. They smell like it's something has been burned. And we recognize that this is where the woman in the opening scene was burned. And they find on a table down there a book wrapped in trash bags and barbed wire. And Eric grabs it. (laughs) 
Oh, this sure. is crazy. Brings it's it upstairs. Like, stop it. Stop doing this. They're freaked out Idiots. and they're saying like, is this witchcraft? What is this? And Eric, I, I guess like thinks he's going to get answers by looking at this book. Maybe he's like, we should. The book that is so clearly marked, <laughs> don't fucking touch this book. And literally after he uses clippers to undo the barbed wire and take off the trash bags on one of the first pages, it says, leave this book alone. And he kind of laughs at it. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this is so silly, <laughs> which is obviously, obviously we should be leaving this book alone. But no, he at this doesn't. stage, though, you're like, you're like, oh, you have what's coming for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he you're is going to be this stupid. He is inviting the demons in that he starts reading from the book, the secret words. It's not Klaatu Veratu Niktu anymore. I can't remember what it is, but it's of that same in that vein. Mm-hmm. And as he says each word, we see those signature POV fast through the woods shots of an entity approaching. And at this moment, Mia is outside because she couldn't stand the smell. She's pacing around in the rain. It's it's raining and she's uh, not doing well. And she looks in the distance and sees basically a ghost girl uh, that I think is the corpse of the person that was burned in the beginning but mm. or maybe it's her in in demon form she sees some something in the woods freaks out runs back inside and is saying i need to leave now i need to get out of here they're all have decided they're not going to let her leave no matter what she says mm-hmm. she says something's here i saw something in the woods they're like you need to relax like we're not get, we're not taking you home you're staying here you're going through detox mia steals car keys gets in the car starts driving on her own is driving full speed they're not doing a very good job of keeping her there i will say <laughs> no i guess they're a little distracted by all the dead cats and stuff sure okay <laughs> so they're dealing with more than they anticipated but mm-hmm. still yes their priority number one was to keep mia in this house and they did fail at that and she is zooming down the road uh, looking crazed and like she doesn't know what she's doing, but she just knows she wants to get the fuck out of there. And then in the middle of the road, she sees the same girl swerves to avoid it, crashes into a tree and then into a lake. <sighs> and the, the car starts sinking into the lake. She gets there knocked out. Car. This is a good, this is also a good, like why the, they can't take the car. There's a second reason. car actually, because the, they oh. drove separately. David and Natalie came separately. So, but one of the cars now is gone. She wakes up in the sinking car. Luckily it didn't go all the way under because it's kind of swampy, not fully like a mm-hmm. lake. So it's, go, it's sinking really slowly. She gets out of the car. She's disoriented, doesn't know where she is. She's like running through the woods and again starts feeling this entity chasing her. We're seeing that those shots. She's just like running from noises and going by feeling of where she thinks the thing is and starts crawling through this thorn bush with these long vines and is getting cut all over. And we remember from the first Evil Dead that there oh, is the a tree, tree rape no. scene. Oh no. no, the tree, the tree. And so I hated that. As she's crawling through these vines, they start wrapping around her arms no. and pulling her into like uh she's just like bound up upright now and screaming and starfish. then starfish, yes. And then oh. as 
that's happening. The girl walks up to her facing her. And I think it is her. It's basically like a demonic looking girl and looks really scary and is facing her. She's screaming and screaming and scream, screaming. This demon girl opens her mouth and this long, tarry, no. bra- no. thorny branch thing comes out Ew. and wraps around Mia and you don't really see anything, but there, I mean, you don't see nothing. <laughs> so let's, let's, not, let's not act like it's, you know, again, I, this movie doesn't have restraint. But, uh, but yeah, we're, we're led to believe that this is the moment of possession here. Something takes over Mia and she's screaming and then is released after this moment and like collapses onto the ground while everyone else is hearing her screams and like running, they find her, they bring her back and they, Olivia injects her with sedatives. Um, and it's like, Mm this will knock her out for a couple hours. Like we need to just like keep her in the room. That's a fun little, like to sedate a possessed person before you know that (laughs) they're possessed. Yeah. (laughs) And, so they're back in the house trying to figure out what to do. And David hears grandpa whimpering oh, no. and finds him uh, under the floorboards or maybe in the thorn bush. I can't remember where he is, but he's all bloodied and he doesn't he's dying. He's not going to make mm. it. And he's trying to figure out what happened. And then he finds a bloodied hammer next to it. Maybe this is where they found Mia, because he knows from this that Mia did this. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, oh, wait, Mia hasn't gotten the sedative yet because they, they, they were, she's in the, he comes back to confront her and she's in the shower. And we see that she's not herself anymore. She's kind of twitching in a way that lets us know that this is not right. This ain't just detox. Uh, he's banging on the door like, Mia, get the fuck out here. Like, I saw what you did. Like, what the, what the fuck is going on? What's wrong with you? And we see her looking at this in the shower and she turns the temperature of the shower to fully like the hottest it can go. The yeah. furnace lights on fire. It's steaming. We see her skin start blistering and her start Ew. convulsing and he bu- bursts like busts the door down and finds her. Her skin's like melting off her face. Is this what? his sister? This is his sister, yeah. I like that. And he uh, like calls the other rest of them in and is screaming and he's like, okay, now we got to take her to a hospital, obviously. This is um, more than we can handle. He gets her in the car. They're now dri- in the other car. They're driving down the road. She's vomiting, like, f- like foaming at the mouth, basically. And all of her burns are, yeah, Olivia says like second or third degree burns basically all over her body. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Is that even like possible from a furnace, from a shower? I guess so. If it's all like boiling temperature water, probably. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It's not good. It looks very bad. But as they get to the uh, turn off of the road, the streets are completely flooded. Um, they're flooded in. There's nowhere for him to drive to. And so they go back. And 
as they're going back, we see Mia kind of smiling, looking happy mm. about this. Mm. And they, so they get back. And now Olivia gives her the tranquilizer, basically saying, like, I'll do what I can. But we just, like, need to stabilize her until the flood clears up and we can get her to a hospital. Because, yeah, now this is I don't have the equipment needed for this. And so they're in the living room talking about that. And in walks Mia carrying a shotgun and all of them are like, what the fuck? Like, we just gave her so much sedative. She should be out for the whole night. Oh, OK. So it did doesn't not work. work on a did not work. Got it, got it, got it. OK, that makes sense. That makes sense. They tell her, Mia, put put down the gun. What are you doing? She's twitching, kind of making little demony growl noises and she raises the shotgun and she shoots David in the shoulder or like clips him, oh. maybe not fully shoulder, but it, it gets him a bit to the point that he falls on the floor. And then something, the entity bursts through the front door. There's like wind blowing all through the apartment, the cabin. And like we hear demon voices saying one by one, we will take you. You're all going to die tonight. Or no, that's what that's what Mia says. And so they now see that this is not just <laughs> Mia detoxing. There is clearly something else going like, on. Oh, does it have to do with a book? Yes. OK. <laughs> and then also Eric has that little light bulb moment and goes back to the book and sees that there's literally a page that it set that it shows someone having boiling water poured on them as like the inciting incident. Of it. And he's like, Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, <laughs> um, so big oops over here, guys. Oops, uh, ooh, oops, oops, oops. Shoot. <laughs> Dang it. Oof. You guys. Darn, darn, darn egg on my face. Um, <laughs> And so after after Mia says, you're all going to die tonight, she collapses onto the floor and David tells Olivia, grab the gun before she can get up. So Olivia's like crawling towards her, looking very scared, reaches for the gun that's right next to her. Mia, of course, pops up, pins Olivia down on top of her and vomits so no. much on her face. <laughs> no. And that's in, that's in the other Red Band trailer. Um, oh, my God. The fluids, are, the fluids are back full force, baby. This is <sighs> so much vomit. It's very gross. But then Olivia is able to wrestle her, like throw her off into the open basement door and then like slam it closed on top of her. So now we've got Mia in the basement. She locks it. And we're hearing demon screams in the basement now. Mia freaking out. This is like fully a possessed demon. Mia, it's not not Mia anymore. Uh, Olivia runs to the bathroom to wash the nasty puke off of her face. It's like bright orange and also oatmeal-y chunks in there, which I feel yeah. like. Oh, Sammy, uh, stop it. Sammy, there's literally no reason for you to get that detail. Well, it's just kind of similar to how it was in The Evil Dead. We did talk about oatmeal. Uh, okay, Sammy, that's so Sammy, unnecessary. stop it. It's so unnecessary. We don't need that. Okay, all right. But, I mean, it does get worse than that. The vomit is... is can, we, can you avoid talking about the texture of anything and all also the smell of anything for your friend yes. who has hyperemesis. <laughs> or just plug, you know, if you need to say yes, it, just I plug think, your ears. I think go Hanley plug textures and smells uh. can be um, 
eliminated Removed. from eliminated from the conversation because thank you they're thank not, you they're mm-hmm. not the worst things um so we see Olivia in the bathroom washing her face and her reflection uh, becomes a scary demony. It's like her with the lower half of the skin on her face removed. So it's just her like exposed jaw. She Jesus Christ. It's a jump scare. She jumps back. She's terrified, reaches her face. It's normal. And she hears something in another room, like walks in there to to grab something or something like with determination and stops still like dead in her tracks, frozen in place in the middle of this room. We don't know what's happening. She's just like shaking and frozen. And we see that she pees herself. Oh no. And then we cut away into the living room and Eric is getting concerned. Says like, I'm going to go check on Olivia goes in she's back in the bathroom he hears her he the door is open oh no and he's coming in and he's like olivia are you are you okay and he sees that the the mirror has been shattered and we see her huddled in the corner of the bathroom and he calls out to her and she turns back to face him and she is actively cutting off the lower half of her face. Oh, so my her God. complete jaw is exposed. And then oh, she starts I stopped watching. Yeah, this is in the trailer. And she and it scares. He like starts trying to back out and he slips on her cheek. Her like cheek is on the floor <laughs> that she has cut off and he slams his head on the toilet bowl. And is trying to get away from her. She's crawling towards him. He's crawling backwards. And she takes the shard of glass and stabs him in the chest. Looks like right in the heart. Looks like a very bad stab. He's screaming, trying to push her off. And then she also has the syringe that she had been using to give um, Mia whatever drugs she needed for detoxing and she just starts stab 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 with a syringe in his face in his hands just going crazy Ew. and actually doesn't seem like it's doing much and I was kind of looking closely like okay what what is happening here and the reason it's not doing much is because it broke off in that first stab and we see him pull the needle out of his eye like it's like in, ah! the, in the lower part of his uh, like eye orifice. Like it's not actually in his no. eye. It's like right below his eye. And it's this very close up shot of this needle being pulled out of his eye. So oh gnarly. My God. And she's going to stab him again with a mirror shard. And he grabs the top of the toilet bowl cover and bashes her head in completely kills her. And David and Natalie walk in, seeing this horrific scene. Uh, Eric is screaming, crying. She was going to kill me. She was trying to kill me. She was trying to kill me. They could see, obviously, that she was. She's, yeah, (laughs) missing half her fucking face. Yeah. 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 And so they take him into the shed out back to see if there's anything to to help him. And they put duct tape over his stab wound, which I think is very funny. Duct tape, you can use it for anything. For anything. anything at all. So multi-purpose. And this is where Eric says, I think that book released <laughs> something. I think huh. I released something evil. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ding, yeah, ding, 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 ding. You sure did. And just had to read that. You book. just had to. Uh, so now David and 
Eric are in the shed. He's tending to his wound. Natalie goes inside to like wash her hands, I think, because it's, uh, you know, just so you guys know, everything is nasty. Everything is filthy. This is not a nice new cabin. Uh, it's a nasty no. old cabin. Uh, nothing, dead cats uh, and nothing is sanitary. And steps. Exactly. And uh, so she goes inside. She's washing her hands in the kitchen and she hears Mia now sounding like regular Mia crying in the basement going. We know these demons yep, do this. so tricky. Yes. And she loved to do this. She's saying, Natalie, is that you? Why am mm. I down here? My leg hurts. What happened? No. And Natalie turns and is tiptoeing towards it. And oh, also the basement do door is, is open. She didn't open it. It's just mm. already open. And she can see Mia at the bottom of the steps curled up into a little ball crying, looking so sad nope. and pathetic. Nope. No. And no. she starts stepping down the steps towards her. She, miss, she no. steps on the soggy step, but it doesn't break. But she's going down. And she's like, you, you went crazy. Like something, something really bad is happening, Mia. Like, I don't know. We got to get you out of here. Um, no, we got to keep you here forever. <laughs> and then Mia's voice turns into a demon voice. Yes, yes, the of course. The jig course. is up and Natalie turns to run to get out. And of course, now running up the stairs, breaks that uh. rotten stair and crashes through the stairs and is holding on to the top of the like trap door to try to pull herself out. Nope. Uh, and like almost gets out. But then at the last minute, of course, Mia pulls her in and she's knocked out in the fall. Cut to black. And we come back up. Natalie waking up in this basement. No, no, I don't like <laughs> Absolutely this. horrifying. And we see Demon Mia in the darkness. You just see her eyes kind of catching the light, looking very scary, slowly approaching Natalie. And she has that box cutter. <laughs> and she says... Natalie, I can smell your filthy soul. Because remember, they like to say oh funny God. things. So that's something that <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> try to get across is that, like, I laughed a lot in this movie. It's probably not going to sound that funny. <laughs> but I was really delighted by that they kept a lot of the silliness of, like, Mia's having a great time. Or not Mia, yeah. but the demon. <laughs> and she, uh, Natalie's able to get the, the box cutter away, but then Mia gets it back and Mia, instead of stabbing Natalie with it, goes to lick it and licks ew, it. Ew, ew, ew. So that it cuts her tongue straight in half. A good no. close up of that. No. And then she says, no. kiss me, you dirty cunt. And she pushes her face onto Natalie's face, starts making out with her. There's blood Ew! coming out of the sides. And that at that so moment, gross. David busts in and grabs Natalie and pulls her out of there. And Mia says up to David, why don't you come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty boy? And he says, Mia, like he's he's clutching his pearls. I can't <laughs> believe Mia would do this. And she says, Mia's not here, you fucking idiot. Don't you get it? Your little sister's being raped in hell. 
uh, pretty gnarly oh. line. <laughs> oh my god, Ooh, baby! Oh and so he god. slams that basement door, and now we're adding chains on top of it. The little lock latch yeah. is not yeah. enough. We're hammering on chains. We're reinforcing this door. We are keeping Mia down here. Well, it does seem like the exchange of fluids is what gets mm. you. So, mm. oh, and yes, and also in that exchange, Sorry, she, she also bit Natalie. Oh yeah. my God, Natalie's yeah. Dunzo Bunzo. So David finds Eric trying to burn the book. The book does not burn. Eric is too little, too late. Eric. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. and but Eric's uh, so, since it doesn't burn, he's like reading through it more, seeing maybe you can find out like if there's anything they can do, and he is able to figure out that. It says once the demon or whatever in this book has five souls, the abomination will rise from hell. And Mm. he also learns that uh, the only way they can save Mia's soul is to kill her, that there's no saving her. It's basically like the best you can do is save her soul because otherwise her soul will be in hell for eternity. And the three ways we can save her soul are to bury her alive, to chop her up into pieces, or to burn her. So as David and Eric are looking through the book... Burning her does seem like the best option. Yeah, we can see why the opening scene shows the third option. And... So David and Eric are, are having that conversation. Meanwhile, Natalie is in the kitchen again, tending to her... A bite wound and uh, oh my god, it's so gross. I'll skip. I'll skip some of that. Okay. Okay. Thank you. And but we see that her hand is looking like basically the flesh is rotting at a very fast pace, and it's moving up her arm. It's like <sighs> getting. It's it's spreading oh, really no. quickly. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> And no. she is in eyeline of Mia. So Mia's no. pressed up the, the basement door as far as the chains will allow it. So she can peek <laughs> up and she's like, and she's like, and watching it. And we see Natalie eyeing a, what are the, what are the electrical, like an electrical knife? Those things that you use to carve a turkey. Use like carved turkeys. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's one know. of, one of those. And, she grabs it. She's looking at her arm. Her arm is like decaying in in real time. And Mia, demon <laughs> Mia, is, is, like Emily does not like this. Yeah, this, this. is going to be really like tough for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And Mia yep, says, yep, yep. Mia says, don't you do it, you little bitch. Don't cut it off. Don't cut it off. Don't cut it off. Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> and she takes it and she starts cutting her ar- own arm off. She's screaming and spraying blood. This is some, some of the fake so blood. Bad. And Mia's going, no, so no, bad. no, 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 no. <laughs> so bad. We cut away back to... David and Eric, and then they re-enter the cabin and they find Natalie. Ooh, this shot is so bad. Her arm is dangling off with just like one (gasps) thread of skin, like holding it on. And it snaps like as they walk in. So they see her arm like fall to the ground and she's losing obviously a lot of blood. And she said, I had to do it and I feel much better now. Okay, she's a demon. Mia's just <laughs> laughing in the basement, 
And again, they grab that duct tape and they start duct taping her arm up. <laughs> They're like, that'll work, that'll work. <laughs> like, don't worry, we got you. And we got David you. is saying, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. In what world, David? No, it's no, no, everything's so, already so past not fine. Not fine at all. Nothing will Nothing ever be will fine ever be again. Fine ever again. <laughs> and uh, so they, they tape her up and Eric and David, she's again, like losing a lot of blood, seemingly losing consciousness, but they, they tend to her as best as they can. And they are trying to figure out the rest of their plan. What are they going to do? Like we need to burn Mia and, and David saying, I can't do it. I can't do that. And Eric says something like, why don't you, Oh, I have an idea. Why don't you run away? Like you always do. Cause of course there's built up resentments in this friend group that are the nice backdrop to this, um, story. And as they're arguing, we hear, pew, pew, and, Eric starts getting shot with a nail gun and we see Natalie Great. walking ah. in <laughs> one armed, but what, what the other arm holding the nail gun, just shooting at them. And she shoots him so many times to the, and they're long. These are like four inch nails. They're going oh my God. all the way through his arm, like going oh in one side, God. out the other to the point where Aye. she is able to nail his arms to <gasps> his chest. So he's like becoming immobile it's going through Ew. so deep again mia this is in the same room that mia's in she's l loving this absolutely loving it uh natalie has shot eric so many times and then david tackles her to the ground and is able to like kick the nail gun away and I think knocks her out and they don't pay close enough attention to her. They both, cause she's shot him a few times as well. So they both kind of start slowly pulling some nails out of some key places uh. and they turn around and Natalie is gone. And Eric says to David, grab the shotgun before she can. So he's running to go grab the shotgun. But before he gets there, Natalie comes out now with the crowbar and she starts just beating the fucking shit out of David. A lot of um, great weapons of, of choice here. A nail gun is interesting. I don't know that I've considered it before. No, uh, especially when you think about being able to like nail someone to things yeah. or to mm -hmm. themselves. Pretty good. And a crowbar but is not dissimilar. It'll probably take a long time to kill somebody with it. True. I mean, unless you, unless go you really get them the, like middle of the head. Yeah. yeah. But the nice thing about it is that there's so many, you get so many shots. Right. I wonder how many rounds you get of a, of a nail gun. Probably a lot. So you could probably stand to have pretty bad aim and still just by the sheer volume. Yeah, a lot of chances. Still yeah. probably hit some, some meaningful places. <laughs> Uh, and then a crowbar is not dissimilar from a fire poker, which is my other weapon of choice. Right. So I could, I could be, I could get, I could get into a crowbar for sure. Yeah. Uh, she is beating the shit out of him with this crowbar. <laughs> and then Eric gets the nail gun and is shooting her with the nail gun. Uh, but she seems somewhat uh, immune to nails yeah. <laughs> so she's mm -hmm. not she doesn't like feel pain in the way that they do she's a demon now and so she just yeah. turns her attention to him starts walking at him with the crowbar raises it up real slow he puts his hand to to block her the crowbar comes down in between those that oh, ring and middle finger and hot dog slices his another hand. hot dog style situation we are seeing 
uh, that I'm seeing too much of that lately. Yeah. A lot of mid mid hand slices. Yeah. And, not, and no thanks. Yeah, it's getting too no popular. Now we got to switch it up, folks. They did it here. Yep. Spoiler alert, a little moment in John Wick where I'm like, okay, let's keep that hand. Let's, let's move on to the hand. Yep. Yeah, we don't need to see all that. We get it. Um, she raises the crow. He's obviously screaming in pain and she raises the crowbar again about to hit. His- I think she does hit him in the head a few times. Uh, Eric is absolutely like he has taken so many fucking deadly beatings at this point. He is not well, but she's raising mm. up. It looks like about to deliver the final blow and boom, David shoots her other arm all the way off. So now wow, she is no missing arms. both arms and then she turns back to David, turns into regular Natalie, is crying, Ugh. bleeding out. Saying, "Baby, why are you hurting me? Why, why, why did you do this to me?" And falls down in his lap and seemingly dies um, from blood seemingly? loss. I mean, I think yeah, she dies, which is you know interesting. We didn't see any. The, the rules of what so kills demon, them is interesting. Yeah, hard I was, to, I'm hard confused to grasp. by that too, because it's blood loss here. But I thought they had to be there's those specific things being burned. Or buried alive. Maybe that's or, just what they have to do to save their soul. So I oh, guess they're so letting Natalie's her soul is, rot in hell forever. Yeah, Natalie's soul's fucked. Yeah. That's not very nice. Uh, so now it's just Eric and David, and they're going out to the... There is one car left, remember? So they're going out to the car, and Eric is also losing a lot of blood, and David's saying, don't die on me, don't die on me, and he says, dying doesn't sound too bad right now, <laughs> like he is in so much pain, and he says, but I don't want to become the devil's the devil's bitch, and David says, I'm going to do what I have to do, like, don't worry, I'm going to do it, and so he goes back inside, and he's pouring gasoline everywhere, and then he hears from the basement Mia singing a song that seems to pluck at his heartstrings, something perhaps from their childhood. Okay, that's enough. And he has a moment of pause. He's still, this is really hard for him. He's struggling to do it. And then he has this light bulb moment where it's clear he has some sort of idea. We don't know what. And he just starts scrounging around the house (laughs) and he gets like some electrical equipment, the syringes and some tools. And he looks like he's, he's got a plan. We don't know what it is. And he starts digging a grave. Then he opens up that basement and goes down. So it's flooding down there too, because it's been raining nonstop. And so he's looking around. It's obviously very dark and gross. And he's looking for Mia and she pops out of a corner and attacks him with the box cutter and is drowning him. The water's deep enough that she gets on top of him and like is strangling him underwater, drowning him. We're seeing it looks like. He's about to die. And then Eric comes in with the crowbar and knocks out Mia again, knocks her down. But as he does, she like turned around at the last second too with the box cutter and like slices his stomach, stabs him real deep in the stomach. Man, man. But so David, David is alive. And but this stab in the stomach was the final blow for Eric. And it's clear now that Eric is dying and 
David and Eric have a, a nice moment where he kind of holds him as he dies mm. and then lowers him into the water. And oh boy. then picks up Mia, because Mia's knocked out as well, and carries her out, tosses her in that grave. She has a plastic bag over her head, and he's, he's burying her, throwing dirt onto her body, and she wakes up acting like regular Mia. It's going, David, what are you doing? I, I, I can't breathe in this. Are you crazy? Like, what's wrong? I can't breathe. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I have to do this. And he's burying her, and she goes, why do you hate me, David? I know okay. that you do. Here we go. You left me all alone with a sick mother. I was just a kid. Why did you do that, David? Like, I had to lie to her for you every time you said you'd come and visit. You wow. Like, I knew you weren't going to, and I would act like you did. And I saw her heart break each time. And mother hates you mm. now. I know that she does. <sighs> and she's waiting for you <sighs> in hell. And Jesus he Christ. tosses mm. the last scoop of dirt onto her face, completely burying her. Mm. And he's sobbing and saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mia. I should have been there. I should have been there for you. And stays on top of the grave for long enough for her to, we hear her heartbeat stop, which again is like, how did he hear that? And also what are the rules? Of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> again, like not you could sure have told me that she was already dead. And also, yeah. we David just wasn't around because he didn't feel like it. Like we never have any reason for why he's. I think just like them. not wanting to be there and not being yeah. mature enough to know that he had yeah just like an escape, just an escape. Yeah. Um, regardless of the extra burden that put on Mia, just like saving himself type of thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. that makes sense. And at this point, I'm thinking, oh, we've got our final boy because this is Evil Dead. Our final boy. And mm -hmm. Ash mm -hmm. is our final boy in Evil Dead. And a final boy mm -hmm. I also love. It can be great when done right. If we, we've got Green Room's got a final boy. I love a final boy. <gasps> green Room. Uh, I forgot about Green Room. So we hear her heartbeat stop. And then he starts digging her back up. And we see the thing that he was building was like a DIY defibrillator. I don't know what his job is that he knows how to do that. How to do that. But he fuck? does. He, he gets her out and he sticks the syringes in her chest and like turns on the little charge thing. And it's like clear <laughs> and doesn't seem to be working. Um, but and so he it seems like another defeat and he starts walking away. He thinks she looks really dead. So he's like, she's at peace now, at least like at least I've saved her soul. If I if my little trick to save her life didn't work, at least I saved her soul. He's walking away and then he hears David and we turn back and she's standing up. And I'm thinking this is obviously still demon Mia. It's not. It's regular yeah. Mia. What? This is regular. He got around He it? fucking tricked the devil, man. He did it. He beat a demon? He beat, he beat the a demon. demon. It's unheard of. It's unheard this of. This is how you beat the devil in, or at least death, in Final Destination too, right? You'd be like, just die for yeah, a second. exactly. Oh, It's a neat yeah. trick. It's a neat trick. It's a neat trick. That's super neat. That's a <laughs> neat way to end the movie. <laughs> Although it's not over yet, so I don't know what happens. Yeah. It's not over yet, but... Um, but yeah, I kind of was thinking this must be the end. And then it gets, it gets crazy again. Uh, uh -oh. So he 
they're thinking that they've done it. This is like the two of them left. Um, everybody else dead. They're like about to leave. And then he goes back into the house to go get the car keys, I think. And he sees a photo on the wall of all five of them, like back in happier times when they were all, um, friends and he's looking at it all nostalgically and 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 with sorrow in his eyes because now three of them are dead and as he's having this moment he is stabbed in the neck by eric who is now a demon and used the wire cutters stabbed right in that neck and mia sees this happen from outside and like runs in to try to save him she's like david and he runs to the door and like won't let her in he gives her the keys he's like go like get out of here and pushes her out locks the door and lights the place on fire because it's soaked in gasoline mia is outside crying freaking out like trying to get in but obviously now can't and they the house burns she watches the whole house burn down okay Uh, oh right before the house burned down though uh uh eric says to david as he's like coming for him he says it's coming i was gonna say got five souls even yeah. though Mia's is back yeah. yeah and also we need that fifty thousand gallons gallon of blood, of blood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've only used <laughs> we twenty thousand so far <laughs> not even half uh so, okay, after the house burns down, Mia's crying outside. She finds the necklace that David gave her in the beginning. It's very, even mm. more meaningful now. We love this necklace. We love this and necklace. And so as she's looking at the necklace in her hand, a drop of blood falls into her palm. And she looks up and it starts pouring blood rain, which is not a great mm. sign if we think that we've beaten <laughs> the demon. Nope. Nope. Yeah, it nope. feels like a pretty clear uh, fact to the contrary. Yeah. Yep. And sure enough, just in front of her, the ground splits open and the abomination starts rising from hell. Looks like just a lady. <laughs> Uh, just a like lady, a, just a demon lady. lady, a scary lady, demon lady, um, but a demon lady, yeah, a lady nonetheless. It's not like a like a big monster. Uh, and Mia's running from it and runs back into that thorn bush, mm. and and uh, it's she's still the abomination is in in pursuit and continues chasing her into the tool shed. She. Closes the door in the tool shed. She's hiding in there and she finds a chainsaw, Ash's weapon of choice. And there's a moment that I just want to call out just because it felt very the Evil Dead E, where the, so she's trying to uh, fire up the chainsaw. It's not going. She sees like it's out of the gas or whatever that needs. And she sees the gasoline on a shelf in the tool shed above her, like four shelves up. And she elbows the shelves so that it knocks it down and she catches it in her hand. And something about that moment just felt very Ash-esque. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes. And also it all being coordinated and he's like kind of star of the mm-hmm. show and can like figure it all out. Yeah. 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 It was, it's very fun. And so she's filling up that chainsaw with gasoline now and the abomination's coming in and she kind of scoots backwards into this crawl space. That's basically between two of the wood walls and the 
abomination grabs like a sword or machete type thing and is just stabbing through the wood and is very scary and and she's screaming and it stabs like slices her knee and then her arm and so she's like getting stabbed and like trying to avoid the machete as it's stabbing through the walls how the fuck is she gonna get out of this one and then she just like elbows through it's all you know soggy old wood so she just elbows her way through the exterior wall and like crawls out of the crawl space with the chainsaw in hand still and crawls over to the car and crawls under it and as the abomination walks towards it she fires up that chainsaw and tries to chains off both of her feet gets one of them off but not the not oh, the other one just just one <laughs> just one uh abomination now falls down now they're both crawling around a little crawl chase oh, and geez. so now mia's crawling out from under the car but the abomination lifts up the car like she's going to to, like tilt it over on top of Mia and Mia goes as fast as fast as she can tries to get under it almost gets out from under it but it lands on her hand so now her hand is pinned underneath the car she's screaming desperately pulling at her hand trying to get it out oh. and it's like we see the, the Jesus we see the skin like <sighs> no, no, cutting no, no, no. apart like there's only one way she's getting her hand out of here is the is the uh, harsh reality why, 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 why? and the abomination is now crawling around. <laughs> this is so awful this is so awful I, I really wish it had ended with a happy ending Mia being back I wish, I wish. <laughs> and she it's it's now also like flooding with blood like it's they're in like soppy blood squishy ground (laughs) soppy blood squishy (laughs) it's like in the descent almost she's like soaked in blood so like everything is red now and so the abomination's crawling up to her he's about to get her she's like the only way i'm gonna get away is if i fucking rip my hand off she can't reach the chainsaw either the chainsaw fell like just out of her reach and so oh. her only chance is to literally rip her hand off. And she does. <gasps> oh, no. And it is no. really gnarly. You see that? You see no. that freaking radius and ulna. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've never seen that in a horror movie before where it's like it's like the skin comes off first and you just see those two <gasps> bones. And then she breaks those bones to get her full hand out gnarly fucking oh my god and she grabs that chainsaw now she's missing a hand just like ash Uh and abomination says i'll feast on your soul and she shoves her cut off hand into the handle of the chainsaw and says, feast on this, bitch. Takes the chainsaw, oh shoves God. it into her face, which I really liked. So not like a slice from above and down. She just went straight in the center of the face, like through her face, <laughs> vertically. Uh, hot dog style. And cuts her in half hot dog style. Blood is spraying everywhere. 50,000 gallons. You're seeing it on screen. It's a ridiculous amount of blood spraying from her. She's, of course, screaming with blood, drenched in blood. Ah! Cuts her in half. Hot dog style. And oh my God. And Abomination 
slumps onto the ground dead and starts sinking into soppy blood ground going back into the earth mia says go back to hell bitch blood rain stops sun is rising wow (laughs) wow 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 Wow. Uh, she finds her necklace once again looks at that necklace and starts making her way uh, down the road and we see her walk out of sight and we cut back to seeing the Necronomicon just on the ground because it doesn't burn and it's open mm. and then all the pages flutter like and it slams closed end of the movie what the fuck <laughs> and then post credits the there's fuck? just one little post credit scene and it's Bruce Campbell turning to the side and says groovy Okay. Because I believe this was before Ash versus the Evil Dead, and they're in the same universe. So I think there were even plans to have Jane Levy and Bruce Campbell be in the same another movie together, which would be great. Uh, But that never happened. But they're acknowledging each other here. Um, Okay, Sammy, that was... Too much. It was just too it's much. Like the, I mean, I I'm curious though, <laughs> as you're saying about my own psychology, like the bloodlust is real. <laughs> like you're you're thirsting for it. No, I do think that there's something like there was something like just so uh, such an adrenaline rush yeah. about it. I mean, it really is like a very scary roller coaster. I will say it does show me that I have come a long way since the first Evil Dead. Like I didn't, I didn't like any of that, but I'm going to be able to go about my day after this, you know. Yeah, that is progress. You know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not mad at you, and I'm not uh, <laughs> going to have a ruined day as a result. That's uh, that's huge experience. Um, that is wow, growth, growth, progress. And the freaking reason for the pod. The reason for the pod, that Necronomicon is a real nasty piece of work, huh? Real nasty piece of work. That is a bad book, and it brings up bad, bad demons. They're nasty and mean and gross, and I hate them. But I'm excited for the new one now, because I don't know, this. It's it's a, it was a lot more fun than I expected. I thought it was just going to be all kind of like a dark, nasty tone, and it's like it uh-huh. is having fun in a way that allows me to have fun. And so I think Evil Dead Rise will continue with which makes sense because Evil Dead is such a fun, silly franchise. And it would be mm-hmm. such a bummer to ignore that from the original films that like a huge part of them is how silly and fun they are. When does Evil Dead Rise come out? Is it soon? Next month. Yeah, it comes out in April. We're going to have to go through this all over again, Emily, before we know it. Before we know it. Before we know it, it's happening again. With a cheese grater next time. No! No! Okay, um... That was huge. Um, that that, that was huge. That was the most energy I've yeah yeah how you expended doing, huh? expended in five weeks. So I am going to sleep well tonight. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is we all have succession to mm-hmm. look oh forward my to. Freaking God, a little palate cleanser for us. Cle- yeah, cleanse our palate. Yeah, wipe that slate clean, baby. 
And uh, yeah, once again, if you want to check out our succession discussion podcast, that's on our Patreon. The succession. No, wait. Yes. yes. The succession discussion weekly. That's P-S-D-W. right. Yes. D W. Yeah. And um, voices, demon voice. Mm-hmm. Demon, demon voice. voice. Man, I fucking love this movie. I like almost wanted to watch it again the next night. <laughs> Wowee. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, so thank you listeners for uh, requesting it so frequently s- enough that it was on my radar to finally watch it. And yeah, we will be covering the new one and I will be covering it more enthusiastically than anticipated. So that's great news for everybody except for maybe you two. <laughs> uh, but... I look forward to it. <laughs> I freakishly do too. I mean, I this do is, too. I feel whatever. I even I've made my choices. E- even though it's it was really hard, I I just I I feel more alive than I have in, in such a long time. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like it makes me feel so alive. Alive, I'm absolutely buzzing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Okay, we love you guys a lot. So, from all of us here at Too Scary Didn't Watch, <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. We'll feast on your soul. <laughs> Thank you, my friends, for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you had fun hanging with us, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And if you're interested in things like bonus episodes, video, trailer reactions, and other cool content, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. All right. We love you all forever and ever, starting a while ago and continuing into eternity. Adios. That was a HeadGum Podcast.